You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Philly. To your favorite sports show, song, bro. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into episode number 46 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Wilson with my co-host Jesse Town and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Make sure to check us out on social medias if you aren't already. You can find me at SamWills18 on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Jess at RunThisTownWithAnE13 on Twitter and at Jessica underscore town with an E on Instagram. And then make sure obviously to follow at Babes on Broad on Twitter, Facebook. What am I missing? Instagram. And then you can also find us at babesonbroadpodcast.com and then also us on YouTube, Babes on Broad on YouTube. And that's where you can find all of our previous live shows. And then when we are live, you can also find us on the YouTube page then. And this week we're doing another pregame live show virtually, obviously, of course. And we will start at 645 this weekend because the Eagles get the night game, Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. Sunday night game that no one wants to see unless you live in (laughs) Philadelphia or Dallas. No, I tweeted that the other day. I was like, maybe they should flex. I forget which game it is. There's going to be a good game. They're playing at one. Yes. Raven Steelers. I was like, I wouldn't even be mad as an Eagles fan if you put that in the Sunday night football spot because that is a much better game. Much better game. Oh, well. Yeah, so the Eagles leading the division at 2-4-1 going up against, I think, their second place in the division, 2-5 and five Cowboys. No, I think the Redskins are actually in second place. Oh, yeah, because they just beat them. I think the Redskins so, are also 2-5, and five, but they just beat them. Oh, wait, them. yeah, you're right. You're oh. right, but they get the tie beat or the tiebreaker. So they – Cowboys in third place then. Jeez. Dallas sucks. Yeah. Theme right now. Day, Dallas sucks. Yeah, we're going to be taking on a pretty beat-up Dallas team this week. I think we have to talk about what J- what Doug Peterson said about it today. And today being Friday, this is 1.30 on Friday afternoon as we're, we're talking about this and trying to sort of figure out what goes on in, in Doug Peterson's brain when he makes these decisions or when how he's making these decisions, which I think would make more sense. Um, as to why there's some more potential that JP would play. But basically, Doug Peterson said, in terms of the offensive line, he wants to see Lane Johnson in practice today before making a determination on him for Sunday. Uh, Meanwhile, JP has looked pretty good in practice this week. Um, When asked about Jordan Mailata possibly being on the bench this week with the return of Jason Peters, Doug Peterson said it could give him a chance to have a different viewpoint on the game and equated it to the benching of Nelson Aguilar (laughs) a few years ago basically just saying how after playing for a little while, taking a step back and observing might help. Now, I understand how that is possible. However, comparing anything that anyone right now is doing to Nelson Aguilar is silly. I just think that Jason Peters is a Hall of Famer, but right now, 
the play you're going to get from one versus the other is not different enough to bench Jordan Mailata right now. If you're going to not make, if you're going to sit Lane Johnson and just let try to let him get healthy and you're going to put Jordan Mailata over there and put JP at left tackle, I can play with that. We can, we can be fine with that. But purely just taking Jordan Mailata out of the game and sitting him on the bench and leaving him there, to me, is dumb. I, I agree. So well. Yeah, and that, I agree 100% with that. And the fact, too, like, it's kind of like, why this is going to sound so dumbed down, and I'm not saying they are dogs, obviously, but when you look at a simple dumbed down version, it's like, punishing a good dog for good behavior. Like Jordan Mailata deserves that spot. He has played amazing these first couple games that he's actually got that starting spot, especially when we were talking about it. His first ever start in a big game was a Monday night game. His first ever start ever was a Monday night football game. And he had one false start and he played amazing. And he's just, he's earned that to me. So if that's the actual reason that's BS, but I do Looking at it from the probably actual reason being that Lane Johnson isn't healthy. You don't want to hurt him more. Obviously, Lane's going to try to push that because it's Dallas week. They have the bye next week. So I do see Lane trying to play and start for the beginning. And I can see their point if it's, okay, we'll give JP this hopefully probably his last year because he's getting old. We'll give him this start against Dallas. That'll make him happy. And then we can also just have my start on the bench to replace lane because that's inevitably going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? So I could be okay with that rationalization. I'm not okay with that rationalization. Honestly, I I could just not care less about keeping Jason Peters happy. I could not at this point. I I love Jason Peters. I do. I love him. I love him. And I love everything he's done for Philadelphia. At this current juncture, where the Philadelphia Eagles are in this season, just to make him happy is not a good enough reason for me. Well, I yeah, and by me saying that, I'm saying it all kind of goes together. The main sure. point I'd be happy with is my lotter right there to fill in for Lane Johnson. I think that is a the best rationalization of it. If Lane wants to push through and start, I would much rather him start at right tackle Jordan Mailata start at left tackle. And if Lane cannot continue on or finish the game, move Jordan Mailata to the other side and then bring Jason Peters in. Jordan Mailata starting on the bench, it infuriates me. And it infuriates me that that a couple weeks ago, Doug Peterson came out and said, he's been playing great when Jason Peters comes back. It's his job to lose. Well, that was crap once again. And I can't stand that. I cannot stand it. I cannot stand how Jason Peters is hamstringing this team when there's absolutely no reason for it. Like the offensive line is decimated with injuries. There's no point in when you're finally getting someone who's played a bunch of games in a row and is playing well and doing his job. And there are absolutely no complaints to have. There's no point exactly what you said in punishing a good dog for good behavior. That doesn't make sense. That's stupid just to make the older dog happy. Like, I, I know I can agree with you. And I, I ultimately saying, that's but, the right thing. But in my opinion, I don't think at this point, like, no, and you're right. And that's the thing. You're right. But it's just like, you know what the Eagles think of it. So yeah. that's why I think I'm trying to rationalize it. Cause I'm like, okay, I can see them why they're doing this. 
Yes. But you're right. You're right. That shouldn't be that way. I can totally see that being their rationale. 100%. Mm-hmm. I think if you're saying that's their, the way they're thinking of it, I think you're dead on. I think you're absolutely dead on. From a logical standpoint, that's stupid. That's a stupid decision to make. Yeah. Well, logically, what it should be. You have JP start at left tackle. You let Lane, who they said his ankle that's been very messed up all season, now has a knee injury. They said they're both simultaneously, like both as bad as each other, which means his knee must be pretty bad as well. So with that happening, to me, you should sit Lane. Let him get two full weeks of rest with the bye next week. That would make so much sense. So if and you're I talking what they should – yeah, what they should do 100% is have JP start at left tackle, Mylotta start at right tackle. And but, because they're sitting lane, I'm on board with that Yeah, 100%. The only way I am okay with Jason Peters starting is if Jordan Mylotta is starting at right tackle because Lane Johnson isn't active. That yeah, is you're right. Only- it's, it's how it should be. Yeah. But it's not so how it's so continuing be. on with that then. With the offense, as we've you know, gone through the ins and outs of the offensive line, when it comes to their offense, what is your key to them being successful this week against Dallas from the offensive side of the ball? Okay, so we talked about like how they have – both teams have injuries, obviously, with the first and second string quarterbacks being out with the Cowboys, and they have a terrible defense. All that goes into it. The Eagles have injuries. They have some returns, blah, blah, blah. Just a poop show right now. You know what I mean? That's my, my censored version for you. So when it comes down to it for me, because of all that, I think the most important big key differential on the offense is we do have Carson. We have our number one person on the offense. So I think that's going to be the difference maker. And Carson in the offense, just again, same as last week, what I said, they need to come out of the gates right away and start score. Yeah. What about for you? Last week. And I totally agree with you. They need to, but last week they started fast and then died for three and then came back. It was, it was the, um, I don't know what kind of curve that is. My, Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Where's my math teacher fiance when you need him? I, but I totally agree. Start fast and keep going. I mean, the, the, Continuing that through is what's going to be key here. As I said, I hate the idea of starting Jason Peters over Jordan Mylotta unless you're moving Mylotta to right tackle and sitting lane. But I really just think you're, you're absolutely completely right, Sam. Carson Wentz is the difference maker in this game. At the end of the day, the Eagles have their franchise quarterback. They're getting healthy at the right time to be able to make a push, mm-hmm. have the bye week, and then get through some of these tough games they've got coming up. Um, they need to use their burners to stretch the field, assuming Jalen Rager plays, using him in Hightower to really stretch that field a little bit more because those uh, Cowboys corners are not good and cannot keep up with that. Also need to continue on with the balanced run pass attack. Boston Scott showed you last week what he can do against a bad and undisciplined defense. He can get out in space, but he also, you know, he's so quick. He can make those cuts back and forth. So in the absence of Miles Sanders, it's good to have someone like Boston Scott. So making sure you utilize all your weapons. Don't try to do anything stupid um, and, and just keep going. So what do you think about the defensive side? So the defensive side kind of worries me. I mean, offense should have a breeze. So the defense is where I'm kind of worried just a tad because of the fact that even though they don't have, they're playing with their third string quarterback, Cowboys, but they have that receiving core. They still have Zeke Elliott. So that kind of makes me nervous just for the fact that they got blown out against Washington last week, like 25 to three. So I think they're really going to be coming out trying to do all this scrappy stuff. So I think our defense, they just need to stop Zeke. I don't think they'll have a problem with that or shouldn't have. 
But the thing that is going to be so key to me is stopping those receivers and the scrappy little play that they're going to have during throughout the whole game, you know, and that's going to be key to holding them down. Yeah. I think the Eagles have a tendency to play down to their opponent. I agree. It frustrates me to no end. They played so well against the Ravens and looked like absolute clowns against the Giants last week. Don't let Ben DiNucci beat you. I, I mean, he went to JMU. Uh, I mean, I went to Delaware, and it's this—it's the same. Caliber. I think he went to Pitt first and transferred to JMU. But interesting. Yeah, JMU. I think I saw that. Show him what it's like to play in the NFL. Not only play in the NFL, but to be wearing the Dallas Star in Philadelphia in prime time. Like so true. Do your job. The defense is healthier than the offense right now. It's so simple. But if everyone just does their job and executes on their assignments, they will be fine. Like, I understand that they have Zeke, and I know that that wide receiver core is spectacular. But look at their offensive line and look at who they've got throwing to them right now. If the Eagles do what they're supposed to do and they're all pros come to play, we will be fine. So my final score prediction is 30 to 10 Eagles. What do you have? I like it. So even though I did say that I'm worried about the little scrappy play, you're right. We are ultimately the better team and they're playing in Philadelphia, which is going to be a huge part of it. And Geo is going to be in the building for them. So obviously, yeah. So I do think it's going to be a bit of a blowout. I'm going 27 to 13 Eagles. Absolutely love it. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. We're going to touch really quickly on what's going on around Philly because the Sixers are moving and grooving and, you know, (laughs) trusting the process all over the place. You are listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, Trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. 
That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Welcome back into episode number 46 of Babes on Broad. So just what's happening around Philly? Oh, the Sixers are just making <laughs> this like fun thing where they like detoured from the process and like now we're back on track. So they've made three really big hires this week. So Sam Cassell, um, who was formerly with the Clippers and with Doc Rivers, um, is supposed to be joining the staff, as well as Dan Burke, who was previously with the Pacers, big defensive guy, which is good because they just, it's been announced today, they just lost Ime Udoka to Steve Nash's, uh, who also got, they, they the took Knicks. Mike D'Antoni and, and um, Ime Udoka up to the Nets. So Brooklyn's moving and grooving as well. So, but Dan Burke, it's funny because he's the one who famously said, I hate Joel Embiid. The league gets, lets him get away with so much crap. So <laughs> that's going to be so much fun. And I absolutely cannot wait. Um, and then I think the most exciting one here is Daryl Morey, uh, who they hired as the president of basketball operations above Elton Brand. So Elton is going to stay Ooh. in the GM role, but also have Daryl Morey as well. Um, they called him apparently hours after he stepped down from the Rockets job and they had dinner with him like in New York in mid-October. So right away, he, they were all over that kind of just like they were with Doc Rivers, like that happened and they were on it like right away, which is, which is awesome. So I love what they're doing. I need, need it to keep going. And I'm excited because I think Daryl Morey now, I think the argument is how many championships has, how many championship teams has he built? How many has he won? And I get that. But he's built shooting teams. I need Which shooters. we need. Honest to God, need. I will keep Ben, Joel, Tobias, and Matisse. Everyone else can go. I was just going to ask you that. Obviously, Horford, get rid of him. But I was going to ask you with, with the shooting team, that's originally why they pulled in Richardson. So I was going to be like, would you keep him? Or if would you still can- just... Because obviously he wasn't that shooter to be our solving answer. Like he wasn't the answer to the question, you know? Yeah, I think I think they can do better. I don't dislike him at all, and I would love for him to stay, but I just think they can do better. Um, I think that they are going to utilize Tobias the right way. I mean, I'm Tobias, excited for that. Tobias I'm is excited a great all star. Yeah, with the Clippers and. I just think that obviously Doc Rivers obviously knew how to use them the right way. So I'm excited to see that. Um, but I, we don't know when we are going to be seeing it. <laughs> they still haven't decided. So the league proposed a December 22 start date, but the players want to start on Martin Luther King day, but they'd only get about 50 games regular season because the TV contracts don't want them going up against the Olympics. So with a 50 game season, that's quick. Yeah. Every I'm, game matters in a 50-game season. Do you think, like, is there any talk about them having to go back into a bubble, or would it be normal, like, traveling? I mean, I Have they even discussed that yet? I haven't seen anything. Just because that is still so close, and, like, people aren't even doing normal functions day-to-day still. And that's yeah. just a couple months away. I think they might. They're not, there aren't going to be fans. Yeah, that's, yeah. 
I mean, the bubble worked so well and they recouped. I think I saw like $1.5 billion that they thought they were going to lose. The bubble helped them keep one and a half billion of that, which is unbelievable. They had no positive tests. I mean, they did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job. Now you can also see that with what baseball did and now with what the NFL is doing, they're managing I mean, it's yeah. possible to still get through as long as they do, you know, they take the proper protocols, do this, that, and the other thing. I think it's, I think it's going to depend. I think that yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, there's a, I don't know where, I don't know where we'll be come January. I, yeah. I simply don't know. We, That's we very true. Be, we could be worse than we were in April. We could be on our way to recovery. We don't know. Like we, we have no idea. I mean, 2021 could say, hold my beer, 2020. Like, we don't yeah. know where we're going to be. So I think it'll just kind of depend. But what's important is the Sixers are doing the things they're supposed to be doing. Very true. And that's what's so exciting about it. It's going to be really, really, really exciting to see Maury as soon as free agency opens up. See I'm what also, he does with this team. I'm excited. To, you know, equally as excited to see Doc Rivers and yeah, a new voice in the room with Ben and Joel. I'm I'm really excited. To I agree. To grow. I'm excited to see what what they can do and what they can do when there's a team correctly built around them. Um, and then I guess like later we'll figure out what the heck the Phillies are going to tell us during a press conference today. Um, yeah. You know. I got good news on that. JT Real Muto is still best buds with Bryce Harper. They did a little date night the other day, so that's fun. I know he does. That's what I'm saying. Like he, him and his family. I follow his wife. I mean, because I am, in my eyes, the same thing as her, just at a lower level. (laughs) But um, but so I follow her. They love Philly. They're always posting. She's always with Kayla Harper. They're they're best buds. Obviously, Bryce has not made that a secret. Ugh, it's just stressing me. Out. Of before, we will say it again. The only way JT Real Muto is not in a Phillies jersey is if the front office screws it up. I know. That is the only. And I way. have no faith in them. <laughs> none. None whatsoever. I have Jeez. no faith in the Philadelphia Phillies whatsoever. I love them with all of my heart. No faith in them whatsoever. Eh, I'm not even on a love level right now with them. We'll see. That I have to earn my love here. <laughs> I take our love for granted. But, okay, that is our episode for today. Thank you for listening to episode 46 of Babes on Broad. Thank you, as always, to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Make sure to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, written review, the whole nine. We'll be back for our pregame show this week, Sunday, 645. So don't forget to grab a drink, catch us live, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We'll be there talking about how much Dallas sucks. It'll be a great time. <laughs> join us. But until then, we are the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. BGN. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.
first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.